So today's Amr is Daf Kuf Tesem and Aleph. We're starting from the bottom of Kuf towards the bottom of Kuf base. Four lines from the bottom. Taner Last three lines. Taner Abanim. When the Sugi of Dalit Kaisis, so the Brayshis says, "Akol Chiyavim Ba'Abikaisa Lolo." Everyone's Chayiv and Abikaisis. Echad Anoshim, Echad Anoshim. The Gemara said before the Noshim Mechayiv Shafin Hoya Ba'Isa Neis. They're also part of Neis, so they get the mitzvah of Dalit Kaisis. Ve'Echad Tinaikais, and even children. And why? It's like the Shabbos Shagamim Nikolu. Children also redeemed. So everyone who's redeemed has to drink the Dalit Kaisis, right? And that sounds like I think Taisis mentions it. It sounds like they only need their own Kaisis, right? So it sounds like. But Taisa says, no, it means a machayif to participate in the Dalakaisa ceremony. One person does the case and everyone's yaitza with his case. Okay. No, what's it to Elisa? Children don't drink wine. Can't give wine to children. Children don't drink wine. In other words, children don't enjoy wine. It's not cheris for children. You have to give them kloyas, is wheat kernels that are. Roasted, and the guys in my nuts like a snack food. Erev Pesach, you give them an Erev Pesach. You give them a clays for guys and it says an Erev Pesach. Now I'm not sure. It's uh, I think what it means by Erev Pesach, it means Pesach by night. That's what I think it means. Not Erev Pesach itself, but I think it means Pesach by night by the seder. You give them clays for geizim because you want to keep them uh, occupied. You know, you want to keep them. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah, but sometimes when it says Erev, right, it says Kiddush and Erev Shabbos, and sometimes Erev means on the onset of, of Yadav, not necessarily before the Yadav. So that's what I think it means, that you, um, that you give them at the Seder, you give them Kalei Yisrael, right? you give them snack foods. Kadesh Yishnu so they shouldn't sleep. Yishalom, and they should be able to ask the questions of Anishtana that they need. They said about Rabbi Kiva, Shem Chal Kleis, Vegayz Mutarekis Bar Pesach, Deishal Yishnu. That he used to give out the snack food, the roasted wheat, and the and the walnuts to the children on Eir Pesach that they shouldn't sleep. Yishal and they should ask the Manishtan. Tanya, Reb Lezer Eimer, Chayfin Matzais Belele Pesachim Shaltinaikis Shal Yishnu. You grab the matzais on Lele Pesach because of the children that they shouldn't sleep. What does it mean Chayfin Matzah? So Shvam has a few pshatim. One pshat is that you pick up the kara. Chayif matzah means you pick up the kara, right? And that's what. It, now we just there's a shail exactly, but um, but it it, it, it brought in the place in such a thing. <coughs> they used to take away the entire table. We'll have it a little bit later in the parak, but we have big tables like we had earlier in Taisus. You know, a kiris or shulchan we can't really do because we have a big table. You can't bring it out. You can't put it back. So you you, you pick up the kara. So what does this mean? It means before they say Manishtana, you take away the kara. So they, they're wondering, like, why are you taking away the kara? So they'll start asking. That will get them engaged. They'll start asking. And then he says another pshat, that chayfin matzah means that you make sure to eat quick. You make sure to eat quick. So that's a Shiloh exactly. What does it mean you make sure to eat quick? And then the Mishnah talks about it. And what, like you rush through the, the Manashtan of other Minu to make sure to get the Shulchan Aruch quick so they should ask? Like, the whole point of the Seder is the, is the Magid part, right? Well, what do you mean, Chayf Matzam? You make sure to eat quick. So he says, Pashat, you say, is that you don't drag out 
starting the Seder. In other words, you, you spend as much time as you want or as you need on the children asking and the children there. But <coughs> you give the children the impression that you're going to be eating very soon, because if they think you're just going to be eating in a long time, they're just going to go to sleep like this. You bring them to the table, you, you start the Seder process as quickly as you could so that the children will, will be engaged, they won't, uh, they won't get bored. Yeah, he says maybe, <coughs> yeah, that, I don't remember clearly, yeah, maybe there's a chat that, that, you, that you go quick because you want them to ask questions when eating the matzah. But I guess you don't skimp on the, you know, if they have questions and you have answers before that, you can't skimp on that because you want to get to the matzah. Yeah, he was bothered by it. He discusses different terrorism. But that's the second shot of Chayfa Matzah. And the third shot he says is that Chayfa Matzah means don't give them so much to eat. Go give them so much to eat. Because if you give them to eat and then they finish supper, Chayfa Matzah means you grab it away from them. Right? Well, Chayfa means to grab Matzah. Does grab Matzah mean to take away the Matzah from the table that they should ask? Does grab Matzah means to quickly grab and get to the Matzah? So that they shouldn't sleep. In other words, they should be. Um, they shouldn't. They should realize we're going to eat soon. They shouldn't sleep. And the third shot he has is that you grab matzah means you grab it away from them. You don't let the the, the, the children have the matzah because uh, you don't want them to to, to to eat. Right? That's the point. But um, right. But he says he likes. He brings. He says Rashi. Rabbeinu Pirish. I think he means Rashi. The chayfa means to make sure to eat quickly. Right? But that's what the, the Parshib Shat that Mishnah Brewer says. It means not to get to Shulchan Aruch quickly. It means make sure to get to the Seder quickly. Don't waste your time before the Seder because then, then, they, won't, um, then they won't be engaged. Ta, um, good. And then it says like this, Tanya, Omal of Rabbi Akiva. They said about Rabbi Akiva, Miyamav, from, from his days, it means always, his anagah always was, like, He never told everyone that it's time to leave. If you're learning, you're learning. That's it. Time to leave. You have to continue learning. There was never a, a, a matzah where he felt that it was time to tell people to leave the base medish. Two days a year, he would tell everyone, no, base medish is closed. Time to leave. Why? Then you need the father to be home. Right? He never felt the father had to be home if the father's learning. Things can be going on. They'll, they'll take care of themselves. Erev Pesach, he felt it's important the father to be home. To make sure the children sleep on Erev Pesach. That they shouldn't sleep when they're... When they're... What's two pshat in the One pshat is that they go home, Erev Pesach means before Pesach, right? And they go home Erev Pesach afternoon to make sure the children take a nap. That was the one time, they said for Erev Yom Kippur, to make sure the children take a nap. And the other shot was, Erev Pesach means the onset of Pesach, like we're saying. And people are busy learning. They're in the base medish, and it's time to make the Seder. So normally, Shane, they're learning, that's it, you know. Talmud Tarek, Negev, Kulam, but here he told them, no, no, the children are waiting for you. They might go to sleep, you might miss that, and we got it to Bimcha, you have to leave. Right? First chat's a much bigger chiddush. You need the father to tell them to go to sleep. Some is the mother's job. But alright, it's a bigger chiddush. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, can't say. And uh, the Arab Yom Kippur, he says, also a chiddush. Right? To make sure the children eat before Yom Kippur. Doesn't want anyone. Maybe it'll be a second if they don't. In fact, they'll have to break Yom Kippur. 
that he wanted Badafka the father should come home, not that he should eat. If he misses the Siddur of Sakas, all right. He'll be okay. Talmud Chacham is busy learning, but the children, if they miss the Sudan of Sekhis, that will be a problem. Is this sometimes you start to find Tanekis, when we use the word Tanekis, you can be ready by Mitzvah. Chayr, it sounds like it. Because otherwise they wouldn't fast on Yom Kippur, yeah. Or maybe they fast twice, is that a reason to come home early? Yeah, not sure. Yeah, Chayr, Tanekis means even over by this is what we're from a nursing baby. No, but tonight, because sometimes you just, you know. That's a shail also. What's this? I remember the Shainim also discussed the Abihudah, Chimat al Sesha, Tinaikis, Biyayin. Yes, Rabbi Shbam says, only Pturim in a mitzvah. But others don't learn that way. Others learn, Matal said, Tinaikis, Biyayin means that they don't get Hanah from Yayin. They're not as Pturim in a mitzvah. Because a shail of what age, you know what I'm saying? Is Rabbi Shbam mean that they weren't as. Is it pshat is that the other Rishayim hold even if they're not a barachinuch, but you give them wine. That's part of the gula that everyone should have wine. And Yudas says no, if they're not a barachinuch, that was one pshat in the Gemara. But there's another pshat. No, even if they are a barachinuch, if, if they're not, if their drink is not wine yet, they don't they don't drink wine. So then you don't do. Um, yeah, but that's a good shalva. Tinaikus also. See, he doesn't mention here. He says sheachilus beneim. There, Pesach he says v'shol tinaikus. And the Rebbe Kumburim, he says, the Shekhil is B'nai'am. L'chari, that B'nai'am's Pashit means over by Mitzvah. Yeah. Okay. Tadar Abanan. Chayiv Adam L'sameach Banav L'mebeisa B'regel. A person is M'chayiv to to um, make his children and B'nai'besa, his wife, happy, joyous on the Yomtev. Tzizchayiv, Chayiv Adabalavayis. Shnev V'samach D'bechagecha. And it means he ended the pasuk, right? The semachta b'chagecha doesn't say the verse, but atu vincha v'techa, alu chamaskam, right? V'levi, you mechuyiv. It's a chiyiv to you. Could be the mal gezot. I don't remember the hechuk that the simchas yantiv. Because the says in kedushin, isha balam asamcha. That the isha is not mechuyiv and simchas yantiv. Well, according to one pshat, it's the husband that's mechuyiv to be mesamecha. That's when it says right. The pshat is. That that's gufa, That's how you celebrate. That's how you celebrate. You celebrate by making by, by, by making your wife happy. You know that's the that's gufa. Is that a chiv? His his the yantiv that he has. He has to do an act of celebration by making it joyous for his wife. That's how he celebrates, right? Tiny, you know, like mishleich manis. Shainim say this, right? Mishleich manis of is the simcha is you. It's your simcha that you're giving out when you're mesameach. The way you express your simcha is by giving food to people, by giving uh, joyous food. So that's a simcha that you have. That's your simcha sperm to give out. The uh, point is not to mesameach yet, and the point is that's your. Right? It's not by wine, right? This was Gemara, right? Someone was asked me, wine, what's the simcha of wine? Is it the taste of the wine? Is that the alcoholic content? Right? What's the physical Right? Totally. It's not the enjoyment, the physical pleasure of the drinking of the wine. Drinking wine is an act of celebration. And we do things to celebrate. We wear clothing to celebrate, special clothing. We do different things. And it's, uh, of course, the enjoyment we get from the activities that we do in celebration are part of the celebration. But the Yisayda Davar is, it's a nice Zimcha. That's what it's, that's the, that's the Yisayda. Yeah, Pashit. How do you make them simcha? Wine. Wine is a way that that's, that's the simcha. That's what the Tanakh 
Anoshim, they have what they, what simcha for them. Anoshim b'aylem, Anoshim was appropriate for them. Anoshim b'aylem b'yayin, Anoshim b'mayin, Tanei Rav Yisuf b'bavl, and b'bavl b'gdi tzivayinim, b'bavl the society, they wore colored clothing, that was a celebration thing, that was the festive clothing to wear. And Beretz Yisrael, b'bigdei pishtu m'guatsim, they wore white clothing, they wore fancy linen, pressed clothing, m'guatsim means like pressed, uh, starched, whatever it is, that's the that's the problem. But they have to wear the, the clothing that expresses the the simcha. The simcha is yamtiv. Tanya Rabbeinu ben Maseir. I'm as man should be semidish kaim and simcha lebabasa. When you had a be semidish, the meat was simcha. Shem v'semach the shlom v'chal the shlom. The semach b'fei shem l'kecha and pashas it means the meat, meaning the shlom is simcha, the meat of the shlom. Right? As we said, it's not the taste. Right? The shlom meat doesn't taste any different than other meat. Right? But it's the idea. Right? It's the feeling. You know, when you eat the shlama meat, it's the eating basta kaidish from the shulchan gavaya, it's a gavaldik simcha, right? You're having with Hashem, and that's how you do it. That's the thing. But, um, but actually, shayim v'yisimik tishkaim, so we don't have the shalom v'yisimcha from the shulchan gavaya, ain't simcha al-v'yayin. So then, then it's one. Shalem v'yayin yisamech al-v'yayin. So that's a shtikl shaylam. You put this gemara together with the gemara in the sixth parak, that talks about the Shlomim and the Halva Simcha Shmeina. The Gemara brings the Mishnah and Sukkah Halva Simcha Shmeina, and the Gemara is discussing if you need Zvicha Basha Simcha, if you remember, right? And the Gemara is discussing how do you have Simcha all eight days at the first day of Shabbos, so when do you have the Simcha then? And finally, the Gemara says, okay, Mesamech, Biyayin Yashin, and Begadim. In other words, even in the Zaman Mesamikdash, if you don't have the Shlomim because you have to do the Zvicha Basha Simcha, right? Because that's the celebration, right? Yashachta then, Yashachta. Yesterday, Shlomim doesn't. Doesn't have the same effect, right? But uh, but the Gemara there would be mashma that there's a din simcha bechal shmeinus that would be a din to drink wine all eight days, right? It's interesting like this. I'll tell you, the the Shulchan Aruch doesn't bring this din. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't bring bechal this din that you have to drink wine and yantif. There's a simon in Shulchan Aruch about simchas yantif, and this is not there. Don't say anything about wine. So the Bialacha brings down the Rambam. The Rambam brings his din that Kol Shmeini Smechag the Zechiyah of Simcha. And how do you do the Simcha? He says with wine, right? That's like he's quoting Agamari, right? And he brings it in Bialacha, and he says, "Why did the Shulchan Aruch leave this out? Sounds like a very important din." So he says, because the Shulchan Aruch said that you mechuyiv to have sudi on Yantif, and it says that each sudi should have lecha Mishnah and you should have wine. And the Mishnah explains the Shulchan Aruch, which is an important thing, that this was an item was Nizirin, that besides having wine in the Kiddush, when he says the Kvaya Kol Sud he means to drink wine besides for the Kiddush wine. You should also drink wine in the Yom Sudah besides for the Kiddush wine. But that's what he says, and he says the Shulchan Aruch was Saimach on what he said there, that on Yom Tif you have to have the... He says that you need Lecha Mishnah, you need to be Kvaya Kol Sud it really doesn't sound like he's talking about Chalamayin. I mean, you don't need Lechem Mishnah and Chalamayin. So it really does sound like if you just drink the wine on Yantif, he ate to the Simcha for the whole Yantif. That's what it sounds like. Chaisisht. But Mishmur uh, doesn't say anything about it. I'm saying the Bialacha brings this Rambam. And he says, and the reason why the Shalachach left it out is because he already said that every meal you should have wine. But he clearly was talking about the Yantif meals, not the Chalamayin meals. So it does sound like you're not mechuyiv to have wine every day of Chalamayit. Now I know people quote G'day Le'tayr that say to have wine, but looking at the context, they didn't, they, you know, it was quoted from what they said, you know, they weren't writing, but the context, it, said, it didn't sound like the hell there was a 
Chiyav mitzvah to say the rice of a semach to bechagecha, and if you don't do it, you mivat from what I'm saying. It sounds like we've all this a din of simchas yadif, it ain't simchal to be ayin. So then every day a chalamayd, it's you being mekayim a mitzvah simcha by drinking wine. But someone who doesn't drink wine and chalamayd, it doesn't sound like that even they held there was a bit of mitzvah saying it's not brought in the peskim saying it's the rabbi Musa could mean that you don't have to drink wine every single day. He says you have a mitzvah of simcha all eight days, and the simcha is with wine. Right? It could be. If you drink the wine and not, that's a simcha for the whole, the whole eight days. Okay, fine. Amr Yitzchak, Kasta de Marisa, what's a kasta? Kasta is a measuring. The Marisa, Marisa is murius. What's murius? Type of a fish brine, I think. Something that you, something you dip for the bread. There was a cast of the Marisa, a certain measuring cup of Marisa, the Avabit Sipari, that wasn't Sipari. He Avis came in Lug of the Makdisha. That was like a Lug of the Vesa Mikdash. That was like a Lug. That measuring cup, which was used for Marius, probably for selling Marius. That was when they sold Marius, so they would take out, you know, those days, you know, they didn't have the factories making the bottles, right? You know, you came with your Kalim, right? So the guy, the seller, would have his barrel of Marius, right? So he would. Take a look. Right, that look that was standard for the that Casa de Marisa happened to be an exact look of the Vesa of Mikdash. So you can use that. That's a good thing to use for. It was a standardized Kli. And you could use it to figure out the Vesa of Pesach. Then the Gemara says, Amra Abyechanan, Tamnaisa Kadmaisa Dava Bitaveria. Tamnaisa Kadmaisa. That's also a type of a measuring, a smaller one. That wasn't Tiveria. Or maybe a bigger one. Have you saved Alda River? It was one quarter bigger than the Casa de Marisa in Sipari. Sipari and Tiveria weren't too far from each other, and I imagine they could have the Kalim. But why this was in Sipari and that one was in Tiveria, I don't know. But and Rishbam says that. This is what they did. You filled up the, you filled up the the one in the, in Tverim, right? The Tamaisa Kadmaisa, and then you poured it into the one in Sipari, the Casa de Marisa, and whatever's left in the Tverim one is exactly Revius, because that's so that's the easy, quick and easy way to figure out the Revius, right? Now we don't have these Caleb. So we don't know exactly how to figure it out from there. But you see, right, Bisman Chazal, right, there was discussion, right? The Rabbanim had to give you a shear how to figure out your revias based on the measurements that were commonly used in those days. Then the Gemara says like this Amraf Tista, Revias Shal Torah, a revias of the Torah is Etz Ba'ayim al Etz Ba'ayim, Berum, Etz Ba'ayim Lechatsi Etz Ba'vechayim Meshatsma. If you make a, a clean, you make a utensil, that's two at spice, by two at spice, by two and a half and a fifth of an etzba. Right? If you know any math, a half and a fifth is, is seven tenths. Right? Half is five tenths and a fifth, right? We would call 2.7. Two by two by 2.7 at spice. That is the revius of the tire. Yeah? That's the revius of the tire. That's how you figure it out. Now, how do you know that? Kiritanya, the rockets b'mayim is called b'sarei. Shloye dav echaytes b'mayim. First of all, right, we're darshing the pasuk, right? 
It says the person's tummy, he has to be reichitz mamayim kol basare. And what does that mean? There shouldn't be any chatzitza between the skin and the water. Right? Because it says reichitz basare. Right? That's called basare. That means it shouldn't be a chatzitza. Bamayim, b'nei mikvah. So I want to say an interesting thing about this. The Rishbam here says very clearly, right? B'mayim, b'mei mikvah. Look at the Rishbam. Mayim, b'mei yichadim, shenikvah metchilah me'atzman. Midalaiksev b'mayim, l'chayir, with the comments. Where the Shvah mean? L'mudei shuvim. Da'azul hashta u'mayisiv etavah. B'mayim teaches you in special water. Water that was nikvah by itself, as opposed to, as opposed to water that shuvim. So I want to point out something interesting, right? We have a Pasuk in Shemini, Ach Mayinu Bar Mikveh Mayin Miyatar. Right? And then we learn an Ulchaz Mikveh from that Pasuk. That Ma Mayin Bidei Shemayin, Ma Mikveh Bidei Shemayin. And since it says Ach, so you know that Mayin is Matayar B'Zeichlin, and Mikveh Ba'ashbarin, Mayin could be flowing, Mikveh can't be flowing. Hilchaz Mikveh is learned there from this Pasuk. But if you look at the context of the Pasuk, and we had this way, way back in the first parak, but if you look at the context of the Pasuk, it doesn't say that it's going to be Matayar someone else. It says that it means if it says if, if there's any water that's in a kli and a tummy touches a sherit touches it it becomes tummy. But But if there's a mayan, then it doesn't become tummy when the sherit touches it. So the gemara wanted to bring a raya from there that Thomas Mashkin is the reisim, and the gemara was madcha the raya that it means it makes someone else tar. means it makes someone else tar. But there is a shtikl shayla, emshad. Maybe you could say lemaskana, even according to emshad. But this shtikl shayla emshad. It says in the whole tezriyim mitzray when someone's tummy verachas b'mayim, it never mentions a mikvah. How do you know verachas b'mayim means a mikvah? Maybe it means to take a shower. How do you know? Right. But I think the way the way the Rishbam is learning, chay pash b'shad gemara, verachas b'mayim the mikvah is a drasha here. And Rishbam says the Josh is Bamayim, is with the Pasach, it's a Hey Yediyah. Right? So he doesn't say this clearly. Lechayah, you can learn the Josh is Bamayim, means Bamayim Hayyadun, with the Hey Yediyah, that's Mephurish and Makamacher, Achmayim Abar Mikvah Mayim Miyatar. Could be. Rishbam says a little bit differently. Rishbam says, Mayim Amichadim Shnik Vitchilam Ayatzman, Lafukeh Shuvim. But I think it's the same idea. But you see that there's a Josh is Hagamar here. This is also in Sukkot, a bunch of places. But you see clearly, it's a drush of Sagamara, Barakas Bamayim means Bimei Mikvah. We don't have another place where it says Bimei Mikvah. Here's the drush, right? Barakas Bamayim means Bimei Mikvah. Right? Yeah, Rashi and other places say a little bit different. But I think, you know, Rashi and Avin Dafidal, I think, is pretty much saying this. But, um, yeah, yeah, Rashi and Chagiga. Yeah, he says it more with a clerk, right? Yeah, Rashi says also because it's with the Pasach, because it's not, it's Mashumayim, I mean, Chadam, Lafuke, Shuvim. Yeah, Rashi says also in Chagiga. I see in the Lukate Rashi on the side. But this is an uh, interesting halacha. I know there's a Chuvis Sam Seifer that like talks about how do you know that it's a mikveh? He says a whole pshat. He says he thinks he saw it somewhere. I don't know if we ever found the Makar, but he says thinks it was in the Seifer Kadmain. Because if you're going to make the water tummy, how could it make you tar? He has he says that's a pshat, but he doesn't bring it. It's It's telling you this Joshua. Okay. Now, oh, but we're getting back to the thing. So, oh, and 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 what and and b'mayim b'meimikvah. It's called b'sar b'mayim. Shakol gufa elubet. 
As kol basari means, how much water do you need? How much water do you need? The water that could cover kol basari. How much is that? The kamehain. Amma, al amma, beruam sholish amas. It's one amma by one amma with the height of three amas. Because that's how much a person is. A person is an amma, an amma wide, an amma long, and three amas high. Right? The width and length is an amma. And there's three amas of a person. Right? So, yeah. The shiur chachamim, shiur me mikvah ba'am sah. And chachamim say it's 40 sah. So the point of this Gemara is like this. I don't know if we go through the cheshbon now, maybe in the next year. But the point of the Gemara is that, what's the point of the Gemara? That if you could figure out 40 sah, right? How many lugan are in the sah? Right, how many lugan are in the sah? There's four lugan in the kav. And the sixth kavan in the saw. So it's 24 lugan in the saw. Right? It's 24 lugan in the saw. And it's 40 saw. So 24 lugan in the saw is, uh, right? And 40 saw is 24 times 40. Right? There's 960 lugan that's in a 40 saw, right? 24 times 40, right? 24 times 10 is 240, right? 24 times 4 is 96. 960 lugan in 40 sa, right? And then it's 4 times that for revias, right? 960 lugan, how many revias are there in 40 sa, right? So 900 times 4 is what is um, 3,600, 3, right? And, right? And 60 times 4, is 300 and, um, uh, 240, right? So it's 3840. Yeah, we we'll get the exact numbers next time, right? So if one amma by one amma by three ammas is 3840 reviews it, so you cut it all down to size, and you're going to end up with the reviews being two its vice by two its vice. By two and a half and a fifth its vice, right? The Rishbam goes through the Cheshman. I'm going to go through it in this year. And Taisus goes through other shortcuts and how to get to it. And we would probably just measure the cubic, right? We would probably just measure how many cubic um, revias in there are and then, you know, right, and how much, right, and divide the entire mikvah by the amount, you know, the proportion of one revias to 40 sum. An amma by an amma by three amas divided by that proportion of the one revias to the forty saw, and we'll end up with the Gemara's thing two by two by two by seven. That's the Gemara. Yeah, there's a famous slach over here. This is where it comes from, and it's not here. It's a little bit later in the parak, but famous slach. They said like this. They used they always used to use eggs because it says that a revias is a bay and a half. I forgot exactly what it says. It says in the right, this is a bay and a half. So they used to take eggs and would measure an egg and a half. Right? They would displace the eggs in water. And that's how they always would measure a these. And that will come out to approximately about three fluid ounces. A little bit less. But around that. That's, that's, when it, that's what it would be. Today also you take eggs. That's what it comes out to be. Then Yudah went and he measured two inches by two inches by two and seven tenths inches. And he made a cup. 
And he says it's twice that. Comes out to about uh, five and a half fluid in it, right? Or whatever he used for his base, you know, but, uh, right? Big problem. So he says it must be that our eggs are too small. It must be because Al's eggs were bigger than our eggs. He didn't think that the fingers got bigger. He thought the eggs must have gotten smaller. So we decided, so for now on, we're going to make a bigger revius. Everyone should use the revius based on the fingers. That's about twice as the revius based on the eggs. That's what the Nebuchadnezzar said. And many G'daylam went with that. Many G'daylam argued. And that's, where the, that's, that's really the source of the Mechlegas. That's why you have the Chazanish one with that share. And that's why his share is about a little bit more than five fluid ounces, about five and a half fluid ounces. But if many G'daylam went with the share of the eggs, that that's the correct share. And um, how do you work out that's bias? I mean, maybe that's bias is smaller, whatever the case is. So they would have the shear being more like three fluid ounces being the, the reviews. Okay.